my story this week is on living loved. Um, and it's not just about living loved, it's that we actually get to live loved. And the Lord asked us to love others. Um, he wouldn't ask us to do so without giving us a way how. So one of the things that I did this week in my story with um, some of the group of ladies that I do the Bible study um, with, um, we went through the steps of living loved. Um, because we say love God and love others, um, but you cannot do that in your own life. You have to have His Spirit and His help to do so. Um, and that's important for people to know. Because when you're out and trying to love big and love God and love others, and you feel like you cannot own up to it, uh, the reality is you can only do it with His help. He gives you the provision to do so. So I wrote down just in my little simple note, uh, the first step. Live loved. His love for you is everlasting and extravagant. Okay? Next, how do I do that? Well, you have to open the Word of God. Okay? Everything is in the Word. Everything that you need, um, He gives you through His scriptures. And so open the Word and see what all He is saying about um, how much He loves you. Um, and I just write down in my little notes, make a list. Right, if you need to write down a list of what it is you need to do to live love, what does he say about it? Um, and then if you need to, read it daily, okay, because you got to put the work in. And that's something that you have to do daily. So when I wake up in the mornings, you know, it's one of the first things I do is I have quiet time with them. But as I'm uh, getting ready to enter into the world out of my safe place, which is my home, my sanctuary, I know that he wants me to love others, but... I have to ask him, like, how and who? Okay, let me love everybody, but who specifically would you have me speak out? Then he gives you what you need to help minister. So, uh, and last, put the word into practice. By knowing who you are in him, he gives you the power to love others. Um, and then the scripture just says, we can only love because he first loved us, and that's First John 4, 19. And so I'm going to go pretty fast with the scriptures because I have a very special guest today that I would love to introduce. Um, just to the My Story podcast. Um, she is precious. So I'm going to read through these scriptures so I can get to her because I need to hear her say what the Lord has telling her about living loved. So John 3.16, we all know, God so loved the world and gave. He gave. His only son, that whoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. So he gave his life to give me mine. That is amazing. That is good. John 15.13, greater love has no one than this that Someone laid down his life for his friends. And so I know that I am his friend. Okay? Matthew 5, 43, 45. You have heard it said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So, you know, that's one of those that you think, well, that's easy to love those that love you and they're kind to you and they're good to you and they do for you or they spend time with you when you're sick or hurting or just for fun times and laughter. When those that come against you um, and you're asking the Father to love them, you know, you really cannot do that in your own mind. You have to love them, love them through him, meaning he loves them. And so if you ask him, Father, you know, let me see them through your eyes, then you'll be able to do it. Other than that, I mean, I know I've had some hard times, and it's not always easy. Okay, I love this one. First Corinthians 12, 4-8. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. 
It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So, in all of that, I could study that scripture for a year. It says it does not rejoice in wrongdoing. Um, and I am in my 40s, and even at this time, there are people that rejoice when you do not do well. And there are people that rejoice, and they, they don't maybe mean to, but they act the way they're supposed to because they are not children of light. They're still in darkness. They do not know truth. And I have to be reminded of that because it is not good to rejoice if somebody doesn't do well. And but that sometimes is human nature, which is unfortunate. Okay. When I was saved, this is the scripture that God gave me. And then it's in Mark, and it's, it's in the Bible a few times. Um, and they're asking Jesus, like, what are the most important, you know, commandments? And it's, he's saying, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Okay. So my heart, my soul, my mind, those are all three things in your body. And he gave you all those things that he, you've got to do it with all, with all your strength. But your strength, it comes from the Lord. That's where it comes from. Okay. So. Um, and then it says, the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment um, that is greater than these. Okay. So when I first got saved, I was like, I think 19, going on 20. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, what's the next thing? What are the next steps? And I just could not get enough. And a lot of the sweet ladies in church who I love and adore were like, just be obedient. But I didn't really know, like, what do you mean being obedient? And God literally led me to these scriptures, and he told me to love. And I thought, I can do that, but now I'm going to do it the way you want me to do it. And it has proven true. And even when I've walked through some very, very dark times and hard times in my life, I don't have to worry because I let, I put on love. I close myself in that, and that's where the joy comes from. John 13, 34, 35, I'm a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And this sweet, precious uh, person that's with me today is a true disciple of Christ. First Peter 4 8, above all, keep loving earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Okay, Psalm 13 5 6. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. Amen. All right, Romans 5 8, that God demonstrates his own love for us. And if while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. And lastly, Colossians 3 12 14, another one of my favorites. Therefore, as God's chosen people, we have been chosen. Help, so you be holy and dearly loved. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive, as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. See, at the beginning of the podcast, I said to do the work the list of scriptures, and those were 10, and I know I read a lot, and I apologize, but those are 10 scriptures that he gave me while I was going through this whole process, and I mean, I could just study one for a year, right, if I make a list of those things, and I'm actually 
studying what he says about love and how to love others and how to live love, um, it gets you through the day, one day at a time, one step at a time, uh, through the good and the bad, right? Through the weeping and through the rejoicing. Love wins. I mean, I have necklaces that say love wins, but I've got to remind myself. Okay. So now, I'm going to introduce uh, Ava Clay, who is um, just as beautiful on the inside as on the outside. She's gorgeous. Um, her mother, Libby, and I um, have been best friends since we were little girls. And I'm going to tell you this, and Libby might get me for saying this, but at 16, Libby and I didn't quite act like Ava Grace. I mean, we loved everybody, but Ava is on fire for the Lord. Um, and I'll try not to get emotional. Her mama's sitting right here beside us. Um, so emotional support. And um, she's just done a great job, her and Shane both. And, and their brother, uh, Ava's got a brother named Caden, who I had the privilege to teach. Um, in second grade, and they are truly set apart in a family that is silly, they love to laugh, which I think is good, um, and I just have been very, um, very proud of Ava. Um, she is a student at Northside High School. She's going to the 11th grade. I think I said she's 16. I'm not sure, um, but she is our Timothy. She is young um, and on fire for God, and she has a ministry. Um, it's your beautiful self. Um, and I just got real nosy one night. I was like, I'm going to read a little bit about what Ava Grace is doing. And then I'm going to read just what I wrote, what she wrote down, and then I'm going to be quiet and let her talk. Um, I read my verses. She has her own verses. And one of the things that she put on her account, uh, Your Beautiful Self, um, she just talks about that her word is, um, for this year, was live. And I thought, okay, Lord, I hear you speaking, because every week, Lisa, who is the producer of this podcast, she's like, Kim, just pray. Just pray and ask God, who would you have to, you know, who do you want me to sit down and talk to? Um, the first one was my husband, and then this time, Ava. Um, and it just was, you know, he gave me living love, you know, live life love, live life loving others. And when I saw that she had on her uh, ministry account that, you know, my work of the year is to live, she put in there, Living is an option we can find in Jesus. That's what this baby girl wrote down. And I thought, what does she mean by that? I, I want to sit down with her and ask her, living is an option we can find in Jesus. I thought, truly living, okay, let me think about this. Not just wandering aimlessly, Kim, but, you know, day to day, but really living for him. Yes, good. Okay, I can take that, Lord, and eat on that for a little bit. And then she put on there, because of him, we have peace, we have joy. Because of him, it is okay to fall. And in my mind, I thought, okay, yeah, it is okay to fail. Now our attentions are pure. We don't mean to mess up, but that's where we learn the most. And then she says, because of him, we live. There it goes again. There's that word. So you're like, okay, so your word is live. Yeah, but it, there's more to it. You know, to live, to really live. What does that mean in your life? Like to really live. How are you living out your life? She says, you say God has taught, you say God has taught you that the act of living doesn't stop in chaos. And so she, and I'm like, yep, God is not a God of chaos or confusion, but of order. Um, and then the scripture she said was at the very end, teach us to be mindful. She had several scriptures, by the way. She takes after Miss Gilbert. <laughs> but teach us to be mindful of how we live each day and use our time wisely. Amen and amen. Psalm 90, 12. 
So Ava, I'm done rambling. I want you just to, and you may not talk about a whole lot of this. You may, it doesn't matter. Whatever God has given you to talk, we just want you to share. But tell me about, you know, living love and being loved and what that's like for you walking down those high school high, um, hallways and um, on your, you know, the sports and volleyball. I know she played volleyball. Yes, She's got tall, long legs like her mama. Um, and just, I, I want to do, I do want to say this before you start talking. I'm very proud of you. Um, you're very authentic. And you are real, and God's got big plans for you. But tell me a little bit about your story. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to be on this podcast with you. Um, as you said, my word for the year is to live. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to me because living is something we all get to do. If, if you're alive, you're living. Um, in Genesis 2-7, it says, Then the Lord formed the man from dust of the earth and blew the breath of life into his nostrils. The man became a living being. And so if you're alive, you're living. But what does it mean to truly live? I think that freedom that comes with um, that comes with knowing Jesus and walking beside him, that joy, that peace, that patience, and the feeling of I can do the things the world wants me to, but I don't have to to find freedom. I don't have to do that to find love. I don't have to do that to be okay with who I am. And I think a lot of that has to do with truly living. And like I said, living is an option. And what I mean by that is you don't have to choose what the world says is freedom. You don't have to choose what the world says is love because they're two completely different things. But the thing is, God God wants us to live this abundant, this joyful, this freeing life. And I think that that, that's what never fails in the end. That is what never changes. That is what constantly is chasing you and I think that that's what living love is I think that getting to love him is what truly living love is because when you get to love him then you understand what he has done for you and you understand the true love that he has for you and I think that this world today and all of us we were made to want love all of us it is in us to want love and we try to find that in different things it it's not a bad thing but we it's just jesus it's just jesus like that's who gives us life and the fact that we are allowed to walk next to him that he wants us to walk next to him that he wants to give us that abundant life i think that is what truly that's what truly makes us want to live yeah so tell me a little bit like um you know that it's been a while since i've been i, I do teach and i am around a lot of little ones mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I carry six school, and I've been around some teenagers, and here at the youth, and um, I know you, you guys go through struggle that, you know, what we went through growing up, um, but just, you know, being at, like, a day at school, you know, I know you get to see um, different uh, things that your friends are walking through, or, or classmates, or, you know, any of that, so kind of, I don't know what I, really what I'm asking, I guess is, 
when I see you and your light and how you're carrying his light around and you're loving on others, are are most teenagers drawn to that? Are they just walking around aimlessly and wondering, like, what got you so on fire? Like, you know what, it's time. It's time for me to start a ministry. It's time for me to be set apart in this area. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, ma'am. Um, well, I think that God puts everything beautiful on the other side of fear and that's what holds us back fear fear to love fear to truly live fear to actually feel free because it it does come with sacrifice but that sacrifice is what truly sets us free and i think getting to the other side of fear and letting god be strong where you are weak i think that is what truly helped me in all of it and that's what has led me here just everything beautiful is on the other side of fear you have to you have to live through with God you just have to so your beautiful self yes tell me a little bit about that how did that come to fruition like how did that get started well it actually started off as a school project um I was supposed to make a clothing line about myself and so I named it your beautiful self and it was you know a one-size-fits-all clothing line that type of thing and that you could feel comfortable in what you were wearing and show who you are through what you were wearing And so it started off as that, and I decided to make an Instagram out of it from my teacher actually saying, like, this could be something one day, you know? And so I decided to make an Instagram, and it all started with me just wanting to help other people find their identity in Christ. Because at the time, that's the season I was in. I was finding my identity in Christ, and I was, I was knowing that getting to know that I was loved by him and that I was set free by him and that I was made to walk next to him and I was made to not care what other people think and I was made to love freely and rejoice freely and I was made to do all these things and it's the most freeing thing ever the most joy yeah you want to give what that is that you have Yes. To others. It was like, if I could help one person, why wouldn't I? And that's what, if that's what I'm called to do, then why wouldn't I do it? If that's what makes my heart sing, then why, why would I not do it, you know? And it's just a fact that I was made to love others. And I just, that's how your beautiful self really started. So, um, you know, there are several different friends and family and our church family that listen to this podcast um, who may have a teenager your age or kids that are coming up to be teenagers. Um, I have, you know, Lincoln Man, who's nine, who mm-hmm. will listen to this, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, my story is different than yours. I didn't, you know, I wasn't saved and didn't really get, you know, what I needed to get. I needed it a long time ago, but um, until I was in my 20s, like I've said, so, and, and it came from something that, you know, just a trial that I walked through and it was like, okay, you know, I got to make a decision here. You know, I'm not making right choices. Um, I need to figure out what this thing is that everybody's talking about Jesus. I need to know about this Jesus guy. I need to know about him. And so that's what I did. And that brought me to study and live in love. Like, what does that mean? Okay. So for you, I know your story's different. Um, but still, I say, I know what it's like to be drawn out of darkness and brought into light. 
from the way I was living, right? Um, and I know your story, so, you know, not all of your personal story, but I know your life pretty well, and you have been just an amazing kiddo. Mm-hmm. But I hear you saying, because this is very important for others to listen to, because sometimes when you see a beautiful young lady who's living for the Lord and doing great, they think, well, you know, I can't obtain that. But what I want to, you know, what I hear you saying is even though, you know, I've had a great childhood and all those things, because I know you have, um, you still were drawn out of darkness because it's a blind thing. Like you don't really know what you don't know until you start really studying. Do you know what I mean? What I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Like, it's not like you were in darkness in a bad way, but you just did not know what you didn't know until you, like you just said, I searched out the scriptures for myself and I found out what that means to be loved. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing that because that's the good, that's true. That like people need to hear that. Um, okay. So, is there anything else you want to say about your beautiful self? Or? Um, well, I actually, I've been thinking about this thought a lot, and it's just the word forever. And I just think that's a really cool word because it reminds me so much of Jesus. It reminds me of everything He is. Because no matter what sin I've ever done, no matter what mistake I've ever made, His love for me is forever. His life for me is forever. And when He said yes to walking with me, He knew what He was getting Himself into. He knew I was going to make that mistake. And yet He still says He's never going to leave me. He's never going to stop walking with me. He's never going to stop chasing me. He's never going to stop loving me. And that's everybody. But what's so beautiful about it all is that it's all in different ways, that we all have a unique relationship with him. And what's even more beautiful is the fact that we all are children of God, but we're all so different. And the fact that we get to walk with Jesus and find what makes us happy, but base it all on that we are a child of God, because it's so easy to find what makes you temporarily happy. It's so easy to do that. But the love of God is forever, and He is He's going to help you find yourself in his love, not in the darkness, but in the light. And he is going to give you that abundant life whenever you just say yes. And he has already said yes to you a thousand times over and over again, that he loves you every second of every day, that he thinks about you, he chases you, he cares about you. He knows everything about you. He knows more than you know about yourself, but he loves you. Yeah. 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 And so, and you like to dress up pretty nice, and you like nice sunglasses, and (gasps) all those things, because the world does like to manufacture happiness. So there's nothing wrong with liking nice things and searching out things and do, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you're saying is I don't get my fulfillment from those things, Miss Kim. Yes, ma'am. But I get mine from knowing what Jesus says about me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's the only thing that's going to last forever, and that's the only thing that makes me feel free, that makes me able to truly live. And he said you're free. You know what I mean? You're free. He did it all on the cross. Now, one of the things that you thought I read, you said he stayed, and he did stay, and he did it for, if it was just for one of us, he would have done it. So, And that's amazing. So, well, I'm proud of you. And I want you to know that you have an army of people, and they'll, there'll be more people now that will say, Ava Clay has been, okay, I'm going to pray for this young lady. 
um, and you keep doing what you're doing because you are set apart and you are a world changer and you're making a difference. And I know that you give him the honor and the glory through that. Um, but you have a very bright countenance about yourself. I wish I could show everybody what you look like right now. <laughs> she is glowing. Um, one of the scriptures is, but you are chosen people and a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. This is kind of summing up some of the things you're saying that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you were not people, meaning not chosen people, right? But now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. That's First Peter 2, 9, 17. And Ava Grace, he is right in your story, baby girl. You hang on. He is not finished, right? He has a lot of work he's doing. And I'm proud of you for not being perfect, but knowing that when you do mess up, it's okay. When you fall, it's okay, right? Um, and that you're showing other young young children that um, it's a big deal. And I know your brother watches you, right, Caden? I know he does. Um, and he could probably be on this podcast, too, because he's pretty awesome himself. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the last thing, I have something, and I'm not going to read it because I'm talking a lot, which I like to do. Um, it's just the last page. It's the final word of a book that I've read. It's a small little book, right? Um, and I, I'm going to, it starts at remember. So I'm going to point it to you and I want you to finish it out and then I'm going to pray. Okay. okay. But he's talking about love and it is by, um, Max Lucado, um, Sherry off the praise team that I sing with gave me this book. But right here where it says remember, I want you to read that all the way to the very bottom for us. Remember, God loves you simply because He has chosen you to do so. He loves you when you don't feel lonely. He loves you when no one else loves you. Others may abandon you, divorce you, and ignore you, but God will love you. Always, no matter what. It is love worth giving to you. Amen. So, Lord, we love you. I am so thankful that you teach us how to love. Thank you for reminding us, Father, that um, we cannot do it apart from you. Father, you give us everything that we need in order to live um, in this world, not a, not a part of it. We're aliens to this world, but to be on this side of heaven, Father, and to get through one day at a time. I'm very thankful um, for the, the guests that you're asking me to put on this podcast, Father, because they're coming for me. Um, and they're doing awesome things in their lives, and I'm, I'm very thankful for Ava and her story, Father. Um, she is changing the world and you are helping her every step of the way and she knows it. And, um, I just am thankful for that. Father. Thank you for her family and thank you for what they are doing to encourage her in that. That's a big deal. Father, you are a good father. Um, and you are worthy of all of our praise. We love you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.